What 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 uh episode are we on now? Fourteen? Fifteen? This is episode fourteen. No, oh, we still haven't got it right yet. No. This is just the way. This is the way. Have you finally caught up on Mandalorian? I've caught up on a lot of things. But not on life. Not on life, no, uh, just TV. Uh, welcome to another episode of Justice League Podcast, episode 14. Um, I'm Adam. And I'm Kieran. I'm Trenta. And I'm Ricky, and I almost missed this recording because I was stripping. In front of your family. Hmm. Why were you stripping? People strip for many reasons, Adam. Sometimes it's for the love of the art. <laughs> Sometimes it's for the love of the money. I think he's just desperate for money. Yeah, I just needed a little bit more. Wait, was it for the people outside your house? that uh, They're always outside their house, sorry. N- no, because I wasn't in my house. Just, just like people driving by. People driving <laughs> Drive- by, throwing coins at him. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting stones thrown at me. You were getting stoned while stripping. And you weren't at your house, you were somebody else's. Were they paying you to strip more or to strip less? <laughs> <laughs> Words hurt, Kieran. Words hurt. So just stones. <laughs> Sticks and stones might might break my bones, but I'm gonna might break my bones, but words will severely damage my mental health. Are you still outside stripping? That's just my breathing. I I moved. <laughs> Ricky's still exhausted from stripping all day. Yeah, I've been stripping all. I heard a funny story about back uh, at the beginning of lockdown. People were so desperate to see strippers and have drive-through food that they had drive-through strippers deli- uh, handing out food at certain strip clubs. My mind went straight <laughs> for the thought of there's a car driving through someone. Or just running them over. <laughs> These drive-throughs weren't actually created. They were just mad people in cars. It was just a, a crowd of strippers and someone. Yeah, I just need to see boobies. <laughs> I just need to see boobies. I need to see hamburgers and boobies. Um, okay. What? Well, so why were you stripping? Um, because I was really hot, Adam. No, um, I was helping Becky because um, she needs to get all of the wallpaper off. While she was doing that, I thought if I took my clothes off, she might go faster so that she could leave. <laughs> no. no, Ricky. No. I tell you what, Ricky. <laughs> this whole story has been a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> Twists and turns. Oh. I know it. That was me on the pole. <laughs> <laughs> Those heels. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> so, uh, you probably noticed that we haven't posted an episode for about two months. It, and it's been really weird because uh, we just couldn't get our schedules to line up. Even though like, we're all busy doing stuff. But nothing that we can talk about either. So we've come back now and we're going to try and talk about some of the things that we've been doing whilst we've been off the air. So oh, we uh, have to Kieran, talk. You don't have to. Yeah, you, oh, well. you can go first as well, I guess. Kieran, you've had two months of not talking. But have I, though? I have to talk and work. All right, Kieran, what you been? what you been doing? So I've been uh, picked up a 3D modelling as a hobby. So I've been Ooh. making little... Things here and there. Digital or physical? Digital. Ah, nice. Because um, so it turns out I'm so Fusion 360 is the modeling software. So it costs 400 a year, 
if you want it for commercial for commercial use or it's free for hobbyists. Nice. But you got like a capacity of ten files at a time. That's not so bad though, I guess. If you're working on one or two projects, that's probably enough, surely. Yeah, it also isn't bad if you save it onto like a memory stick. What have you been uh, working on? Uh so at the moment I in the middle of making a collapsible dice tower that all fits into a tray. Wow, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's for uh, role playing and uh, I, I don't know if that was sarcasm or you actually don't know. Is it literally just a bunch of dice? No, it's it's a tower. No, it's, so it's a tower <laughs> with ramps in it, so you have to touch the dice last because everyone that had rolls dice gets very superstitious about bad juju yeah. and dice. And the more you touch them, the more the luck fades. It also just makes sure that the the roll is always the same. Basically, you drop the dice into the tower. The dice basically get, get agitated by the different layers of the, the different slides. And they come out and they roll for you, basically. So you don't have to worry about whether your yep. movements have affected the dice or not. Do you know what I always find funny when I think back? Is when I was younger and, and you play like board games as a kid... And the, and, and the game uses a dice or a die, and, and only one. You only need one. One to six. And you hold it in your hand. It's your turn. You shake it. you got to shake the die. Why are you shaking it? It's only one. <laughs> Anyone else realise that? Why, why did you I shake don't. it? It's not going to matter. Well, for Ricky it does. And you don't get the nice uh, click-clack sound. For Ricky it does. If Ricky rolls a dice, it takes him about half hour to get, get revved up to roll it. So... And he very violently throws it. <laughs> Gets embedded in a wall somewhere. Maybe he's still in aggressive stripper mode. It's, it's how I lost my tooth. <laughs> we, we were just sitting there playing Risk and he just threw it so hard and knocked me in the face. <laughs> and then he tried rolling my tooth. <laughs> <laughs> That'll give you the, the nice bones. clink clink of the dice shake. <laughs> So um, Adam buys lots of dice based on if he thinks they look Edible. tasty or not. Don't turn this away from you and your violent aggression with dice, Ricky. No, we all we have problems with dice, basically. I buy dice because I like the look of them and they look like they might be edible. And Ricky is a violent dice tosser. <laughs> dice agitator. Yep. I, I've got a phobia of dice and I'm just trying to get them further away from me. What, by holding them in your hands for a while and shaking them vigorously for about five minutes while everyone waits for your turn? Come on, Ricky, it's your turn. Yeah, he's I know, trying to suffocate I know. them. <laughs> I know, I, I mean... He's like, shh, go to sleep, yeah. dice. <laughs> right, then you've just contradicted yourself. I'm either caressing dice or I'm violent to dice. I say violent. violent. I say violent. Violent. Very violent. Like, dice tell tales of violent Ricky. I'd, I'd have to see you handle the dice to make a decision. Yeah, but if we video him, he's going to do... No, you can soft. check us. You can check it. all of our... Any game that Ricky's played where dice are involved... You can't, fortunately, can't see them on our RP on our role playing uh, nights because his hands are out of shot, so he could be doing anything with the dice. And also, when he <laughs> when he rolls poorly or is losing, he always picks up the dice and just throws them back into the dice pouch really harsh. Like I'm not using in, you um, again. In, when when you're playing like <laughs> uh, games, like uh, role playing games, or you're playing tabletop games, there is a thing called the uh, the dice prison. Anytime you get a bad roll for a dice, you put the dice in the dice prison. Well, then again, when I was playing a board game the other day, I was threatening to kill my dice. <laughs> How would you kill them? Hammer. <laughs> Fair enough. For Trent, uh, um, who doesn't really do the tabletop stuff, if you go to, I think, if you Google dice shaming, remember those dog shaming ones about uh, dogs, uh, Adam licking people's yeah. bums? <laughs> yeah. Those are two different conversations um, right there. 
<laughs> so there's dice versions of them where people have like melted their dice yeah. and just put their dice with something like I was trying to I was trying to kill an ogre and now I'm married to it. Thanks, dice. If you're a bard, you know you could be. You have to. You might want to use char- uh, charisma to try and win something over instead of fighting it, and you could be successful, for example, or relatively successful. But instead of doing the thing you need to do, you could end up uh, marrying the thing, you know. Or instead of, um, you know, there could be enemies or something lurking in the room behind you. So you do a perception roll. You roll an attack. And it turns out that it's actually a birthday party, and you just killed everyone in the birthday party. Things like that. So, they go to dice prison. <laughs> so yeah, that's something for you to check out um, when you're really bored. That's a that's a rabbit hole right there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So dice towers, huh? <laughs> yeah. What what else have you been? What else are you making? What what else are you planning on doing? Uh, so I've been making little rings to go on to the bases of models to. Give them like the status effects that are on them. So like if they're the ball carrier in Blood Bowl, which is a very violent take on American football, where you play as orcs, humans, goblins, yeah, I, dwarves. I know Blood Bowl. Oh nice. And um, so yeah, I got the ones for stunned and ones for the ball carrier, because people get fed up of trying to mess around with the tiny little plastic mm-hmm. ball and losing track of it all the time. That's cool. How long have you been? Uh messing with 3d modeling less than a week nice well there we go and the uh, di- dice tower is nearly done so i got a friend uh printing it oh cool i did try to do the justice league logo earlier yeah but that um hurt my brain because it's got a lot of uh curves oh yeah we were talking about <laughs> um uh, making dice uh for our convention uh, with our convention hats on Kieran was saying about printing 3d dice and he kept saying, oh, you know, with the Justice League. I thought he said Justice League. And I was like, why? I just didn't get it. And then he went, no, Justice League. And first of all, I still didn't get it. I was like, why Justice League? And he, he had to really talk slowly to me. Justice League. So to add some context to Adam's uh, ramblings of a madman. Please do. Ricky found a website that you can make custom dice. And I was thinking of getting some D6 dice for the Justice League made. That's what I meant. What's a D6? So a normal dice, normal I'm cube. joking. I know what a D six. <laughs> Our is. listeners might not know though. But this is also for the um, listeners that don't understand what a dice is. It's a cube thing that has dots on the sides. What a D six? They may oh, not know. Spoilers. Spoilers for something that was created uh, how many years 40, ago? Forty, fifty years ago. At least fifteen. Yeah, at least that. <laughs> I mean, technically, technically, I'm not wrong. No. If it, if um, it's at least fifteen, they came out when I was eight. <laughs> They're at least 15 years old, because before the dice invented, Monopoly was really about cheating. You just went, I need uh, 10 to land on uh, free parking. Oh, look at that. I thought of the number 10 and getting on there. (laughs) But yeah, um, I was thinking of getting, possibly get some made up and the six could be the Justice League logo. Nice. So they could be blue dice with white dots and the white logo. Hmm. All right. What else have people been up to? So, uh, with our other hats on, with the convention, me and Adam have been um, doing a lot more Twitch. You can watch us on Twitch on the Swansea Comic and Gaming Convention website and our Twitch channel. We've had loads of guests on. We've had some really cool guests lately as well. We've had um, our first returning guest as well. Yeah, we had Dan Abnett on. So, you know, 
one of the creators of the modern Justice League, uh, not Justice League, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. the one that the movie team is based on. Yeah, and uh, just before the convention, we had uh, Ian Livingston, the guy who was part of the, uh, the well, one of the three guys who created Games Workshop and uh, fighting fantasy game books and things like that. So that was pretty cool. We've had quite a few nice guests on Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider as well, Fridos. And uh, yeah, it's just really cool. That's why we've uh, had to put uh, things on hold, really, because we just, for a couple of weeks, because we've uh, just been kind of trying to juggle too many things, I guess. But it's nice to be back. And now we're all finally herded into our rooms to record. So, um, yeah, we've been doing that. And apart from that, we've been doing other bits and pieces like Wednesday, me and me and Simon, the other director, paint on stream. And then we pretend to be pirates on a yes. Friday. And uh, and I'm a murder, murder You're pirate. You're a murder-hungry, rage pirate. monster. And I'm a... Uh... He just he did just make Hulk, oh, didn't yeah, he? Oh, yeah, yeah. For a little bit of context, <laughs> me, Ricky, Kieran, uh, and our friend Sam and Chris along with the Games Master Simon, are playing sh- uh, Skulls and Shackles, which is a Pathfinder role-playing game. We're all basically, we're all shanghai Simon gave us the instruction to create our characters, then we had 150 gold to buy whatever we wanted, and right in the first few seconds of the uh, the intro, we get press-ganged onto a ship and we lose all of our stuff. So, uh, and now we're basically just living the pirate life. Ricky is just going around snapping necks and sleeping with uh, with a stores lady. I'm throwing people off sales. Throwing people off sales. I got my stuff back, haven't I? Yeah, because he was busy stripping for the character yeah. in game. We ba- I basically, I, I, I mistakenly played a monk, and a monk has to play stay lawful, otherwise they can't law- level up. So I'm playing into that by basically being um, uh, as careful as I can be. And it means everyone has to be careful around me too, because if they, unless it's for the greater good, if they do anything that doesn't really seem very fair. I've either got to keep my mouth shut or I've got to basically tell them it's wrong. But it mostly involves us just cleaning out the villages and climbing up rope and then fighting horrific sea monsters just for lunch. Just like in real life. I think we've made Trent to go to sleep. <laughs> Probably. I'm still here. Our listeners might be interested. They may know, want to <laughs> but, know that but we're barely. completely nerdy. Yeah, I'm just taking it all in. Move his eyes closed. Move his eyes closed. His head on the desk. <laughs> but yeah, no, Pathfinder's pretty fun. Um... It's a laugh. I'm hoping we get uh, get off the ship at some point, get to uh, do some proper adventuring. Maybe not so much pillaging for me. What else have we been doing? Um, oh, I bought new wrestling figures. Ooh, what'd you get? I got two Ted DiBiase's. Two of the same? No, the green suit and the black suit. I got uh, a typhoon to go with my earthquake. I got uh, Jerry Sags to go with my Brian Nobbs. And I got two Shawn Michaels. These all sound like euphemisms for things now. <laughs> you should explain. They're not just any old wrestling figures either. They're the, the original figures. Hasbro. Hasbro. You might be able to have seen them in... So, uh, I'll check them before, though. Aren't they on Netflix as well? The wrestling figurines. is an episode about them. I can't remember. Is there an episode of Netflix on the toys that made us? Or whatever it's called. About wrestling. I'm sure there is. Yes, oh, there is. There is a wrestling one. Is yeah, it? they did do wrestling. Ooh. I should watch some of them. I haven't seen any of them yet. They're good. The Barbie one is surprisingly cutthroat. The lady who ran Barbie for like 30 odd years, who basically made sure the Mattel thrived, was a proper proper business lady. I mean, she really just, she cooked the books at one point. She was just dumping figurines like uh, micro machines, not micro machines, Hot Wheels and 
Barbie dolls in pits just to make sure the money looked like it was coming in and going out. Everyone sounds electronic. Didn't the uh, guy that created the Bratz dolls do that while he's working? Though? Probably, yeah. Yeah. And I think he like he won the lawsuit because he made them in his break. In his break. So he wasn't working for them at yeah. the time. That sounds believable. The 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 bigger world of action figures is bizarre. The turtle is one was yeah, pretty cool. It, it's a great show as well. They did a, they've done a version with movies as well, and that's really interesting as well because they showed you, you know at the end of Home Alone, when the basements flood in, they built that in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, they didn't just flood a basement. They built, they built like a set in a pool. Oh man, I I need to watch them. Another good one is uh, yeah, High Score as well. It's the one about the history of video games. Surprising, it's a little bit more relaxed. It's a little bit more. Um, it's not as flashy, but it gives you the history of video gaming, everything from classic like console gaming and arcade gaming to RPGs and and things like that and and esports. It's uh, they're all pretty good, all very enjoyable. So yeah, I think that's uh, that wraps up what us three have been doing. What about you, Tranta? I've just been really busy with work, to be honest. The start of our little break. I didn't have time because I wanted to focus on the June Tune drawing challenge. Yeah. Which is a, a silly reason, but I don't have a lot of spare time. So I was like, right, I want to do this because I haven't drawn in a long time. But <laughs> I got about halfway through and it took me about two months. I, I started two weeks early as well. And I got about halfway through and I just kept falling behind. Each post was another two days behind. And it's a shame because I really like doing them and I had some really fun ideas. I might keep doing it every now and again, but... You'll be ready for next year, then? Yeah, I'll f- I'll finish it for Inktober. Yeah. I'll start now. <laughs> get a run-up. Yeah, get them all ready out of the way. I did, like, um, the Macho Sam. Macho Sam, yeah. Well, that was the first one of what was going to be a wrestling week. I know, and then, and then I never got to see the rest of wrestling week. Yeah, there was going to be a Spider-Man, there was going to be a uh, Primal... There's going to be Turtleneck, The Rock. <laughs> what was Macho Sam? It was Yosemite Sam. Ah. As Macho Man Randy Savage. That's good. See, I think uh, Turtleneck Rock would have been good with Earthworm Jim. Oh, maybe. It was going to be Johnny Bravo. Yeah, I think, Ricky, you came up with that. Oh, that one works. Yeah. I um, I have to admit, uh, this just this just clicked in my head. I was saying about, uh, I was sort of today years old when I re- realized that, I don't know why I didn't get this as a kid, but Montana Max is I know he's supposed to be the youngest Yosemite Sam in the uh, Tiny Toons, Toons Adventures, but even as a kid, or as a kid, I never even got that Montana Max was the same as Yosemite Sam. Throwing it out there. You know, it's one of those things you're like, well, duh, yeah. <laughs> I was this year's old when I discovered that trains don't have steering wheels. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah, ever thought about that before? Because I haven't. I don't feel so bad now. Anyway, but yeah, apart from apart from June two, and I've generally just been really busy with work. And that's it. Like with the con stuff, it's just been eating up so much time. Like we're in process of trying to work out what we can do, what we can't do for next year. Yep. So keep an eye on that page, and um, we might have something coming soon, but it might not be. <laughs> yeah, we'll let you know as soon as we know, everyone, dear listeners. Bunch of bunch of teasers. Yeah, it's just been that weird thing of like, I think we've all had times as well when we went, oh, I could f- record, and then one of us isn't available, and it's just been that thing of not being able to get free at the same yeah. time. 
which is really weird when then you come on and go what can we talk about uh nothing we can't say I anything like, i like turtles <laughs> <laughs> all right what shall we talk about i was just gonna say so whilst at the moment like we haven't been able to do a lot so like we haven't got new stories to tell and we haven't got skateboarding stories to tell unfortunately no, I, I've been I've been meaning to go back out on a skateboard. It's just trying to find the time at the moment. Although we can say that um, you know, at least we got some bronze uh, and some I think some silver, no bronze in skateboarding and BM, uh, gold in BMX from the Olympics. So that's something. Right, you you got medals in the Olympics, Adam. Yeah, I stole them. <laughs> no, I was just saying, talking about skateboarding, I was quite pleased. It was the only time I've actually ever paid attention to the Olympics and had some sort of uh, some interest in whether we were going to win anything. I know that uh, in BMXing, I think we got gold and bronze, and in skateboarding, Sky Brown sco- uh, scored as the youngest uh, Olympian. British. British Olympian, yeah. She uh, she won us the bronze. And, and it's made a really weird thing apparent in this country. Because uh, they like the fact that someone won bronze for Britain. But, you know, there's two skate parks trying to be built in Swansea at the moment. And neither one can work. Because no one wants skate parks. They like not moaning about skaters, like, uh, being around town and stuff. But then they don't want to build skate parks either. So They just want them gone. Bonnie Tyler stopped the one down in Mumbles. And uh, the councillors stopped in... There's one trying to be built in... Forest Farm yeah. in one of the warehouses up there, and they won't let them change it from like industrial to leisure. So I think the one in Forest Farm's built, but they're just not allowed to mm. open. So like it's this weird thing of yeah, medals, don't skate. <laughs> just in just in context, just for any listeners who don't know what we're talking about, there are two skate parks in the Swansea area that, for two different reasons, can't be actually opened up, despite the fact that they're brand new and they look really nice and they, you know they're not i saw like the places that well one isn't built no one was trying to be built but it keeps <laughs> on being stopped by the uh by a local yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so uh we ha- we're not without skate parks but the ones that we want we can't have unfortunately he's the kind of that goes to the the skate ramp that's there at the moment and threatens kids yep him and his wife. Him and his wife. Swears at them and then tells them off for swearing at his wife. So f*** that guy. Yeah. And his trade centre. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Right. So right. <laughs> the world's the right. Yes. Okay, so we did reach out to the listeners and we have got some questions. So where do you want to start? Existentialism? Oh, yes, please. A little bit of existentialism on a uh, Thursday evening. I think we should end on that one because that will probably keep us up all night. <laughs> Or DC or Marvel. What? We've got to choose DC or Marvel as a question? No. Then we've got a Marvel question and we've got a DC que- uh, questions. Throw them at us, Ricky, and we'll we'll have a go. We'll all take turns answering. Okay, so Stu from Films and Swearing Hello, Podcast Stu. asked... Oh, what's up, Stu? What's our reactions to The Suicide Squad? Or reactions to What If? Oh, okay. Ooh. So I don't know if you guys have watched yeah. What If yet. Yeah, I watched it. Watched it today. I watched What If uh, today. I think it was today. It might have been yesterday. I thought it was fantastic. Has, ev- has everyone seen it? Ricky? Yeah, yeah. we yeah. watched it yesterday. I know it's only 33 minutes long, but I guess we should try and keep it as spoiler-free as possible, just in case. But it was um, 
Even the animation was good, though. I'm not a big fan of some of the uh, CG stuff that uh, studios put out, but I thought it was just... I thought the an- animation was weird. It was. I found the animation weird. It's good, and you get used to it quick enough, but generally it's like, well, is it 3D or is it cell-shaded? I've seen I've seen worse, though, you see. I've, there's a, there are a few animated oh, yeah, and a few live... Uh, and, I've, uh, and I mean, like, 3D stuff that tries to look 2D. I've seen a few shows... And it just, it looks like somebody's made it in a PlayStation 1 game simulator, you know? I think the deal with it more is they testing out a new animation. Yeah. And they they still trying to fine-tune it. Like, the actual animation, like, the, the action scenes and everything was, like, super smooth and really exciting. Mm. It's just the style is a bit, like, well, eh, it's all right. It reminds me a bit like a smoother version of the rotoscoping from A Scan of Darkly. Mm. So it's kind of that, it's on the edge of the uncanny valley a bit. But that's that's what you get. I mean, those, I think, I don't think there's any mo-capping in, uh, in the what-if. So I think it is just very good animation. It could have been hand, not hand-drawn, it could have been, uh, what's the word, it could have been plotted out uh hand drawn and then digitally drawn i'm not sure how people might set these things up initially there's no there's no extras showing how they make it either i'm guessing that might come up uh later on but they sometimes release them at the end don't they yeah that's that sequence though in this the montage sequence with captain carter and i'm guessing it's iron man really uh what they call it the um hydra smasher hydra stomper hydra stomper uh, that bit in the air when they're uh when she's taking down aeroplanes yeah that was just so cool Oh, she's just straight up killing people. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. That's the one thing I took away from that episode is that Peggy Carter is a savage. Yeah. Big time. Like, I get it. They're in a war. But, like, yeah. the first time she attacks that, like, that convoy and she's like, whoa, yeah. this is incredible. And then she's just, like, laughing, smashing people. people. Like, with that shield, she would blatantly just kill them all. Cut a skull oh, yeah. in half sort of thing. I don't think those pistols they're using are... Okay, so this is kind of a spoiler. So if you don't want spoilers, listen away now for a couple of minutes. But, no, at the end, when she picks up the sword, is that the Sword of Might from Captain Britain? I don't oh, know. I don't know. I have no idea. Because, like, obviously, that Captain Britain, I know they were calling her Captain Carter... But that Captain Britain would definitely take the Sword of Might rather than the Amulet of Right. And it seemed kind of fitting that she had a sword at the end. And it was like, oh, is that the Sword of Might? I wouldn't consider that a, uh, a spoiler, really, because there's no real bearing on the story. Um, I don't know. That is an interesting idea, though. It's uh, I like the fact as well that it's the what-ifs are going with... It's not following the comics universes. It's clearly following the cinematic universe what-ifs. So I'm guessing we're going to see a lot of connections to those so it'll, it'll keep people who haven't read the comics connected to the universes i did watch a breakdown of it earlier uh, on screen crush on youtube and one thing that they picked up on that i just wouldn't have picked up on is the thaw that they keep showing in like in all of the promo stuff and in the previews yeah and in the intro he's beardless so it's not our thaw well it's not going to be i think it'll be um It'll be it'll be a what if maybe from the beginning when uh, Hemsworth. I know, but like it's not even going to be like a branch of no, like when in that episode they said this is the moment when she doesn't go upstairs. Yeah. It's kind of like this is the moment when Chris Hemsworth had a shave. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, got to say the whole the whole the whole universe is exactly the same. It's, it's he's trying out new facial hair things uh, all the way through it. 
Yeah, it's just one of those things that they picked up. But I really enjoyed it. I did feel sad that they still didn't get to be together kind yeah. of thing. Well, you never know. I'm like I'm generally so excited for the series because some yeah. of my favorite aspects of comics and, and characters is when you see like alternates, alternate stories, oh, totally, alternate yeah. designs, alternate theories and stuff like that. So I'm super excited yeah. about this. Yeah. No, you're right. I always I always say I love a costume change. I like when a new, you know like uh, playing. Uh, the Batman games or the Spider-Man games, you know, b- unlocking the costumes is one of the coolest things. I don't even give a crap if they don't do anything. You know, it's unlocking that, you know, Batman 66 or Fury Foundation Spider-Man. I, I was going to say, I just like swinging around like Gotham in that ultra like violent Gotham of the Arkham games dressed as Batman yeah. 66. <laughs> no, and, no, and I love, I do love the what-ifs as well, because especially if they're masterfully done. Like, I like the, uh, there was a, one that really sticks in my head. It was, uh, what if both Xavier and Magneto died? For, you know, obviously, Exa- well, not obviously, for some people who don't know, the Age of Apocalypse universe existed because Xavier was killed by Legion. Spiral alert. Um, and there's a what-if um, suggesting the what would happen if both Xavier and Magneto died, and it's a much more bleak universe but some interesting things came about then like the symbiote spider-man uh basically acting as a guard dog for the bad guys and a new steve rogers stepping up as the main hero and things like that so it's uh i always love the what-ifs and uh, i want to see where the marvel zombies universe uh sorry episode goes what were we watching rick that you said that the character reminds you of legion um glass right so like i said that um What's his name? James McAvoy actually got basically got to play as both father and son. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because obviously he was Xavier, and then he's basically Legion. Yeah. Right. Are there any from what you've seen? Are there any episodes or characters that you're particularly looking forward to in that in this series? I'm looking forward to the Black Panther. Mm. One. The T'Challa, a... Star Lord. Yeah, that, yeah, um, that'd be cool. At the same time, I, I find all of the Chadwick Boseman stuff really difficult. No, like when they had so much of the, like, I guess you're not getting singles, anymore. But like when he died and they'd done Lord's tribute, and I just found it so hard to cope with. I've never felt that way about like someone dying. It was just so much of a gut punch, mm. I guess. So like I'm looking forward to it, but I'm worried that I'm gonna cry as well. Yeah, Adam. For me, it's the Marvel Zombies. I think that's gonna be cool. Key. They better have a. De- Do you think they'd add a Deadpool head into Marvel Zombies? <laughs> just in head goal, you mean? <laughs> Perhaps. So, the other thing is the Marvel Zombies is Robert Kirkman, right? Yeah. Okay, and in on Disney Plus now you've got both The Walking Dead, and what and what if. Do you think we're going to get a crossover? Just a Rick Grimes in the mm-hmm. corner or something? The Walking Dead if. The What If Dead. Look, the final season of that's going to be coming out soon, isn't it? Walking Dead. Is it going to be the final season? Yeah. I haven't watched that since like three seasons ago, if not longer. I've, I've been meaning to catch up with it. Veronica's a bit on the fence and I thought if I'm going to watch it with her, then I, I won't want to catch up and then have to go back again. So I think I'm about I think it was season five I stopped watching. So I'm halfway through it. I would stop watching after, like, the first Negan series. He, like, I liked him, but at the same time, he was very pantomime. But, yeah, 
So that's all. That's all I gotta say about that. Next question. <laughs> next question. Next question. So, next one is three questions from Lawrence. Suicide Squad. Spoiler free. Haven't seen it. Um, Looking forward to it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, I haven't seen it yet. Ricky gave me the lowdown, so I uh, I know the uh, the punches, and it still sounds really exciting. I've, I've heard nothing but good things. Okay, so surprisingly, I enjoyed a DC movie. Yeah, I, I I say that I joke because when I finally got around to watching Aquaman, I quite liked that as well. It's and not great. First three, but it's first fun. two thirds of one woman. Suicide Squad is fun. It's stupid at times. I will wait. Until the guys have seen it, so that I can say what I wish had happened in it. But I do like I loved uh, King Shark. I loved Polka Dot Man, uh, Idris Elba and Margot Robbie are both great in it. And yeah, it it's really fun. It's just a really good watch. I highly recommend it. You Keith? Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, it just felt like a darker, more violent Guardians. Movie. Yeah. It's. I think it's going to be one of those ones. I could. Pro- I know a lot about it. Basically, Ricky told me like the plot and everything and uh, spoilers and stuff. Um, and I. St- I still want to see it. And it's one of those ones. I think I could probably see myself picking up on on Blu-ray because you know the Blu-ray is probably going to have gag reels and stuff like that. And that, you know, you got you got people like Pete Davidson, you got John Cena, you've got Jay Courtney, uh, Idris Elba, you know Mar- Margot Robbie as well. Uh, uh, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion. Um, what's his name? Uh, why can I never see his name right? Go ahead, Ricky. What's his name? Polka Dot Man. Yeah. David Dasman. Yeah. So you know, you got a lot of good funny people in there. So I, I, I anticipate that's gonna have a lot of funny stuff on it. Uh, John Cena was really good in it as well. I love John Cena. Oh yeah. He is. <laughs> when when he's yeah. in a a movie with like some comedy, he delivers. He is so funny. Yeah. Someone was saying that I think it was uh, Simon was saying the other day on facebook that he enjoyed it but like and john cena surprised him having not seen him in anything and i immediately said that well i went for the low-hanging fruit first and said nobody's seen him in anything (laughs) (laughs) and then went but yeah if you watch him in train wreck (laughs) and blockers he's he's great he's just really funny i need to see him in blockers I was um I didn't know I mean obviously not following wrestling I I heard there was this funny man I, the first thing I saw him in was um Daddy's Home and obviously he's got a tiny tiny cameo and I was like oh okay ha 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 and then I like I like watching those funny press junket stuff like the Wired autocomplete interviews and those things and he pops up in a lot of them and he just obviously playing the heel he's fast on his feet you know he's used to it but it seems like he was just built that way anyway he wasn't a heel he was always the hero was he oh he always seems like oh yes yes turning heel now in in films but you know he's um he's always got that he's always got an answer for everything and it's never annoying it's never the dick thing you know it's always funny he just ah oh man and he just got some weird interests like uh i think he was a trucker before so he likes you know he has a lot of trucker knowledge he he also like always wears stupid checked suits and stuff yes so he's this big huge larger than life m- character slab of muscle in these funny suits basically yeah. <laughs> got a love a lot of love for john cena so then question number two from lawrence is what do you think james gunn's second uh, DC Extended Universe movie will be. Is he doing another one? If you say what it will be, it'll probably be The Suicide Squad 2, I would imagine. If I wanted him to do one, it'd be my usual answer of 
Blue Beetle Booster Gun. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Plastic Man. Oh, Plastic Man, he'd be good in as well. Justice League International. That's basically just Blue Beetle, Booster Gold with Batman, maybe a Green Lantern or two. Um, Guy Gardner, Green Lantern. And Maxwell Lord. Oh, yeah, Maxwell Lord, yeah. I think he'd do a good uh, Guy Gardner movie. I was just about to say, Green Lantern wouldn't be too bad. It would follow Guy Gardner and he'd just be filled with F-bombs and violence. Well, he's a Red Lantern now, isn't he? So do a Red Lantern Guy Gardner movie with all the swearing and all the the violence. Literally just blood pouring out of his mouth with rage. (laughs) Just spitting F-words out with with blood spewing out through his teeth. Uh, I yeah I'll go with Justice League International. That would be a really good one. I, it's not going to happen unless it's a non-canonical thing like they seem to be doing at the moment. What about you, Keith? Uh, I I quite like the idea of a Guy Gardner movie. I like Guy Gardner as a character, uh, especially in uh, Brave and the Bold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Brave and the Bold Aquaman. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That would be Brave outrageous. And the bold Aquaman is my favorite DC character. Yes. <laughs> a fish is a, a fish. fish is a fish. The the thing that makes me barely laugh the most is this this two scenes actually uh, in the Brave and the Bold. One of them was really simple. It's uh, Batman in a cold open. Batman and Buana Beast are racing through the city trying to fight monsters, and all they can, all he can find is uh, sorry this creature, and all he can find is a spider and a horse. So he turns it into a horse spider, and they fight the bad guy and Buana Beast. And Batman are wrapping up at the end, and Buana Beast goes, "Oh, I'm glad you don't get grossed out like everybody else, Batman. You know, my sometimes people think my abilities are disgusting." And he goes, blah, blah, you know, uh, fighting justice, da 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 da. You do what you have to." And then when Buana Beast is out of earshot, Batman goes, "Ew, <laughs> <laughs> how gross!" Or something I, like I like that. the um, Aquaman joke of when he's speaking to was uh, Captain Atom. Yeah, Captain, Captain Atom, Atom on the phone. On the phone? Oh no, that's no, that's just the atom. Oh, right. So I was right then, and you corrected me into the incorrect <laughs> one. Thanks, Rick. I thought you were gonna go with the rousing song of heroism. No, no. I was going to say when he goes, um, he's speaking to the atom on the phone, and then he sneaks up behind him and goes, "Hello, friend. I have come to you through your phone." And he went, "How? It's not even connected by a line." <laughs> I like the one where he's been forced on a vacation with Mera and Aqualad. He keeps ringing Batman up to check on crime. He's like, I can be over there in two flicks of a dolphin's tail or whatever. And Batman just keeps going, no, 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 Arthur. You enjoy your, your time with your family. And he's hating every moment of it. And that was the Aquaman hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you also got the Brave and the Bold of uh, the Green Arrow. And yeah. <laughs> Quick, retrieve my bow from that crocodile pit. <laughs> Just such a throwaway section. There's that. there's a great episode where I think Batman's meet, uh, helping a Boston brand um, dead man, and Batman's dead. He's he's he, he I think he takes over Speedy's body, and uh, he and and Green Arrow's completely oblivious, and he goes, Ah, you're doing a great impression of Batman, and he goes, It is me, and then Green Lantern's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Speedy says something really cutting that only Batman would say, and he goes, Bruce. <laughs> it's really brutal. Okay. Whilst we've been on air, we've had another... Well, not on air. We're not live. But whilst we've been recording, we've had another question come in from Becky. She's saying, give us our content. And have we talked about the Loki show? We haven't. We haven't. Have you all watched it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is the answer. Okay, what do you think? Oof. Good. Very so good. So good. Yeah. I thought you were going to be really controversial and say, oof, I don't know. No, I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And if you'd asked me this after it i probably would have gone yeah amazing but i've been sat on it for a while i 
think I really enjoyed it, but I'm not sure about that ending, like mm. that last episode. Yeah. It is, I, th- I feel like it's still a placeholder. Like, it's a story in itself. Of course, there's no point telling it otherwise, but it feels like it was to set up something big. Um, it was a character piece for both Loki and Sylvie. Or something really small, because Kang is apparently the bad guy in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so setting up something really, really small. <laughs> did you uh, Did you spot Throg? I did, I did like, all of the Easter eggs. And yeah, the, oh, yeah. The, everything in the background was... Fantastic! They had the Thanos copter. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was right there in your face. I loved it. It was just like uh, I like the 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 frog was actually voiced by uh, uh, Hemsworth. As yeah, well. yeah, it was. Um, well, uh, what else was there? There was a yellow jacket helmet. Yeah. Helicarriers, the Sanctum. Yeah. Yeah, there's loads. It was so good. Do you know what would be funny is if. That helicar, one of the helicarriers at least, was the one from Deadpool because it would make sense that that would be a rift in time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that would be pretty cool, but yeah, I'm I'm I am looking forward to more of it. I think at the start of all of this, I think Loki was the one I was looking forward to the most. Mm. But I think overall, is probably the one I enjoyed the least, even though I really enjoyed it. Enjoyed the least. Even including Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, I really got surprised by that because that was the one I wasn't looking forward to, and I really enjoyed it in the end. Yeah, I loved all of the stuff that they did with um, uh, you know, um, Isaiah. Yeah, I I thought they were really clever in how they they did all of that stuff, and it was it was weird how on the nose some of the stuff was for for now kind of thing between. I know they had to cut out the virus storyline because that was too on the nose. Yeah. But like the whole Black Lives Matter stuff that kind of coincided with it and everything. Because yeah. we, we know that these would have been at least written before all of that happened last year. Because yeah. it was supposed to be the first one, wasn't it? And WandaVision was supposed to be the second yeah. one. Um... And I think they had to recut it for the... Because the first uh story was going to be about a virus yeah because um uh julia louise dreyfus was supposed to have appeared in that first instead of whatever else she was in i i i i did like uh falcon and winter soldier um i i just i did enjoy it um i thought i thought i was i thought i knew where i was with it and then that last episode just was movie quality i thought the sequence was just uh, that se- you know sequence where where he gets his proper uniform, let's say. Like don't don't get me wrong, the the whole series was great. It's just compared to WandaVision and Loki and now What If, I think it's I don't want to say the most plain. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, it follows the usual Captain America formula. Yeah, I think like when I say that Loki ended up being the one I enjoyed the least, it's like split in hairs. Yeah, they're all like really high quality tv yeah i guess if you were to grade them on like one to five uh one being they're best all one yeah they're all shades of one <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know what you mean so like yeah i i i just liked where they went with um cap like it was the one i thought oh i don't know about this and then i thought like the conversation they they were like the story they were telling was more hitting than Loki ended up being. Yes. Like the, 
the first like five episodes of Loki, I think were better, and I think it's just that ending kind of, even though it was still good, I've like a it couple felt like of weeks an epilogue, later, thinking it? on it is like uh, I don't know if that ending stuck yeah. the way that Cap and Bucky did, and went on WandaVision, obviously. So it, it's only that. I enjoyed WandaVision. Um, there were, I think I enjoyed WandaVision the most overall. There were bits that I liked less than the other two shows. Uh, the two, the last two episodes, they kind of dedicated gimmicks to in terms of like TV shows that they were parodying. Malcolm in the Middle and Modern Family felt for me because I like the classics a little bit. I like Malcolm in the Middle. They felt a bit too parody-like. But that's again, that's kind of splitting hairs, really, because I really enjoyed it. I thought everybody in One Division was fantastic, even the kids, you know, the the two boys playing um, uh, her sons. I thought they were all really good. Like with the like Malcolm in the Middle thing, Malcolm in the Middle was an early noughties thing for me. I, that's when I remember it from. So they kind, of, it was kind of weird that they jumped the nineties, but I guess the quintessential nineties things are Seinfeld and Friends. Friends. Um, and yep. when you've got when you've got Julie Louis Dreyfus on there, you can't in the universe. I guess you can't have yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah. And then Friends is still shown so often, whereas Malcolm's not. I know you can watch it some places. I mean, since it's about family instead of friends, literally, you know, yeah. then it would work better as Malcolm. I liked it. I did like it. Both that and because I don't watch Modern Family, I got that it was Modern Family, but it didn't. You know, the whole talking to camera thing. I know I don't like that in comedy shows much anyway. I, well, I what I liked was first of all it sticks with you, it kind of jars, especially when, when Wanda's first doing it. But later on, then, when Vision is sitting there with his mic on, uh, s- sitting by the um, by the ice cream van, he realises, hang on a minute, what am I doing? That was, um, and I like the twist in that show as well. I like the fact that you think you know where you're going with it. And then it turns out that, I don't want to spoil anything, you know, uh, that there's more to it than you think. Um, yeah, like Vision uh, it's himself. There's that bit in WandaVision that is outstanding, where Vision gets out. Oh, yeah. Yes. And you think he's going to say, help me, as he's falling apart. But he doesn't. He goes, help the people. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's what makes Vision, you know, worthy of the hammer in uh, Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we've watched Loki. <laughs> long, long story short. Can we all agree that Richard E. Grant stole the show? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, big time. It was so good, especially that last bit when he when he conjures an entire Asgard. Yeah. And he's like glorious purpose. Oh, tingles, mate, tingles. And it served the purpose of showing Loki how powerful he yeah. actually is. Yeah. The glorious purpose thing is a uh, an Easter egg. I can't remember what it means though. I'm trying to Google it now. You said it because it reminded me of something. But like the other thing about that is. His story, yeah, it lends to think lead into the th- fan theories that the Loki that Thanos killed wasn't actually was just another illusion. Yeah, yeah. it did lend credence to that. Although it could be just that he's from a timeline where he did that. It's interesting though, and Richard E. Grant was amazing. The fact that they got him to wear that stupid costume hmm. as well. I was I was a bit disappointed they didn't have the big cape with the big with the big uh, wolf fur ruff though. Nah, he was it was perfect. 
it was it was the the a good balance of two TV slash movie, but comic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was uh, I thought it was very good. Um, if I had to rank three the three best players in that show, it'd probably be tight, but it'd probably be it'd probably be classic Loki, then maybe Sylvie, and then probably Loki himself. And I'd probably say a very close third would be Mobius himself. Uh, sorry, very close fourth would be Mobius. And he didn't get his jet ski. Didn't get his jet ski. <laughs> Yet. There's a series two. There is. Yeah. Curious about where that goes. So yes, we've... And that's the only one they have announced as a second series for as well, which was interesting. I, but I, I, guess that's, I guess that's where that type of show can go, though, because it's the one that jumps, be, jumps between other things. I think Cap and... Sorry... Cap and Winter Soldier. I think that needs to, you know, they need to. That'll go back to the big screen. Yeah, or or maybe they're just trying to find the right storylines to thread into it. Maybe they're just plumbing the depths of uh, of Marvel's vaults just to see what interesting stories they can sew in. Because I do like that. I mean, there's always that fear that they're running ahead of themselves because of what they've tapped into recently. Is kind of followed, almost followed sequ- sequentially in the comics, but then they still have. 40, 50 years, no, 70 years of of history anyway to uh, to go into, so it's going to be interesting. So yeah, I think that answers uh, Becky's question. Yeah, I think just as we get into, um, just as we start like uh, adapting to whatever they do here, then they'll throw in things like the X-Men and the Fantastic Four as well, or whatever else comes next. So yeah, um, in general, Becky, uh, the answer is yes, we all yes. enjoyed Loki. <laughs> so, Brick Princess Buttercup wants to know if we could remove one event, erase one event from history, uh, what would you choose to give the flick? Okay, mine is, um, well, mine is, uh, personal history, rid myself of diabetes. I'm done. There you go. But it's genetics, so you'll probably just set it off again in later Sh- life. Shut up, Adam. Shut Sorry. up, Adam. Quick, quick answers. Quick answers, uh, Black Widow. Really? <laughs> what, the character, or the movie? The spider? Well, could be the character, and that takes away the movie as well. Wow, and I think we leave it on that. We won't explain <laughs> it. Are we? Are we talking? Is the question movie based or is it just like in real life? Because that's quite deep. Is real life anything? Everything. That's why we said it was ex- existential. Um, quick answer, Adam. Come on, don't think something about something non-consequential. I guess then, some some embarrassing thing from my life. I don't know. Of course, you have to be that one. Adam. Well. You can't do the big events because the big events have shaped the world, I guess. Yeah, but that's the that's the point. It's a hypothetical. Okay. Imagine yeah. it like a what if episode. Okay, cool. No, cool. The Mongol horde sweeping across Asia, right into <laughs> Eastern Europe, and driving the plague along with it, because now we would have been overpopulated. Okay, Ricky. I I I kind of broke my brain on this earlier because I went immediately thought world war Two, and then i thought no take world war one because that gets rid of the things that cause world war Two. but that would leave all of the stuff left so then i just decided fast food so then i wouldn't be <laughs> obese genius good one okay so we got diabetes for me uh fast food for ricky black widow for tranta and the mongol horde for adam <laughs> yeah. I, see him. <laughs> I feel like i overthought that one but i didn't I'm going off. Okay, I'm going with. I'm going Trust with me, fast food. I've been thinking about this all afternoon since it, since the question came in. I've been thinking about it, and it broke my brain a bit. So I had to come up with a silly answer. So yeah, no, no, you didn't overthink no, it. No, I'm I'm going with fast food as well. But that one's taken, Adam. You got to think of another. No, because I'll do it the moment it gets reinvented again. You're sticking with Mongol horde, Adam. Fine or whatever. Adam <laughs> is stuck with a Mongol horde. 
and the plea. Yeah. That's the title. <laughs> He's gonna try and convince them to wear face masks. Yeah. And stop stop pillaging things. And they they just try to think about themselves like, how was this guy with this massive head in front of us trying yeah, to do I'm uh I'm I could get really nerdy and get into it all, but I'm not going to. <laughs> he could go and hide at night and just pretend he's the moon god come to the yes. light. To... <laughs> just put a bunch of mirrors on my head so I'm really shiny. What have you done? Yeah, they try and feed uh, Adam horse meat and he's just shouting, I'm vegan! Like, and they don't understand you at all because they don't speak English. <laughs> they revere me as a god. At that point, it doesn't get anyone spoke English. So, Adam's uh, Mongol horde and Ricky's sort of World War One idea it's kind of got me thinking of a more serious one. I think I would probably go back and warn the dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, it's turned to time travel now. It's just get rid of one historical moment. Yeah, but I'd get rid of it. I'd get rid of that moment by going there and warning them. <laughs> how, how how would they prepare, though? <laughs> the dinosaurs. They try and build a massive bunker. Yep. They'd build a big, they'd bigger build, they'd build a big uh, tower of each other, and then just swat it away. But they got tiny arms. Well, what they would do is that they would take the best tunneling dinosaurs, train them up, send them up to the asteroid, right? Land, tunnel inwards, and then set some major explosives. I feel like I've seen that somewhere. Uh, uh, that's uh, that's Armageddon, but that's not dinosaurs. I, I would like to see it with dinosaurs. I want to see Armageddon with dinosaurs, though. That's been episode 14 of the Justice League podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Justice League podcast, Instagram and Twitter, um, at Justice League Po or at Justice League podcast. And you can also follow Adam to the shops every day. <laughs> I do walk to the shops every day. I went to. I was going to go to my local shop, and it was twelve o'clock. And I thought he's got to be open at twelve o'clock, right? Nope. So it's carried on down the hill, down to the police station, down to Tesco. By there, I'd literally just left everything on in the house as well. I just decided to take a stroll into Swansea. Cool story, bro. Tell it again. <laughs> I was going to that. I forgot what I said. <laughs> Adam's head is so big that Harrison Ford is constantly running from it. <laughs> I thought that was a Star Wars reference then. I was like, what? Adam's head is so big, it took two months to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got one. Ah, boo, Kieran. I am Adam's head, so I've always got one. <laughs> I just got that. I'm slow today. <laughs>、uh, that's Armageddon. It wouldn't be Armageddon because the dinosaurs would stop that Armageddon event. No, I mean the movie Armageddon. I think you're getting confused, Adam. <laughs> so with the explosive going off, would the guy, would the guy in the control room just go, "Clever girl"? Yes. Yeah, of course. If it was a clever girl. <laughs>